Hello and welcome to the podcast of What A Week That Was, uh, where we look at the news worldwide and also nationally as well in the United Kingdom, and we see what is going on and I give my opinion on it. Um, it's usually quite light-hearted, but obviously a lot of serious stuff goes on, so occasionally we have to uh, look at the serious stuff. A uh, big shout out to uh, the people who are watching on a regular basis including it's a military base boardman in the United States of America so hi guys don't worry I ain't gonna blow you up you're fine um, what we're gonna do is we're gonna uh, look at the news um, and we will see what has happened in this last week I'll give you a clue it's gonna be very politically biased not biased uh, based and it is gonna be well it's basically one story but some fun stuff later on and we'll start with some fun stuff as well. Anyway, it's time to start the actual stream. Bim! Guess what? We're live. It's Friday. It's 8 o'clock. And it's what a week that was. And what a week it was. What a week it is. What a week it's going to be for the next week. It is insane what is currently going on at the moment. Um, I've absolutely no idea where to start. So, I'm going to start with some memes, because that memes are, are funny. So, we've got Liz Truss um, said that she, hello Angela, um, that she wanted to be like uh, Margaret Thatcher. So, someone's done a really nice meme of her looking like Margaret Thatcher, which I thought was pretty good. Uh, and then we've got this one, which I like, which is uh, Winter is Coming, um, with um, old... Um, Theresa, Theresa May, God no, uh, <laughs> oh, God, don't want her back, oh jeepers, um, with Liz Truss um, dressed up and appearing as a character from Game of Thrones, uh, which is uh, very amusing, and then we've also got uh, my personal favourite, uh, Counting with Quasi, uh, it was the... Uh, <laughs> Was. It's basically a ladybird book, uh, Quasi Quartang, um, and it's uh, a little child looking at a, um, a whiteboard, um, and it's uh, 4 minus 5 equals 9, because that's basically what he was trying to do whilst he was Chancellor of the Exchequer, and basically why we're in the, uh, the poop storm that we're in at the moment. And then there's this, one bottle lasts longer than three Conservative leaders, uh, Fairy Washing Up Liquid. Uh, which is the most popular washing up liquid in the United Kingdom. Um, so much so that I actually have it myself and I actually put, put a date when I first opened it because I was just interested to see how long it go on for. And if you look carefully, I opened it on the 12th of the 12th, 21, and there's still some left. Now, to be fair, that means my washing up liquid has lasted uh, or will have lasted at least, at least four Prime Ministers. Now, just to clarify, it's not that I don't do the washing up, I have a dishwasher, so I don't I don't actually wash up in the uh, sink. I, uh, so I don't use a lot of washing up liquid. So yeah, I nearly had that for 12 months, that one. So, yeah, it is, it is scary. So, I think it's time to start with the news proper, isn't it? Um, America. Now... Over here in the UK, we had 
uh, an incident with someone who probably would have made an half decent uh, Prime Minister, to be fair, back in the day, uh, um, Ed Miliband. Uh, he was young, he was dynamic, he was Labour. But uh, yeah, he had some bacon butty and it all went horrendously wrong for him. Well, uh, the President of the United States of America, he can't eat an ice cream properly. So there was, oh, where's that going? They're all this live. Um, but whilst he was eating this ice cream in a really bizarre manner, um, although I don't suppose, how the hell do you eat an ice cream thinking about it? Um, he commented on uh, Liz Truss, this was at the weekend, uh, and said that it was a mistake, her budget that she'd had, and, uh, but it wasn't for him to comment on it, but he commented anyway. Um, so that was that was the weekend. So the weekend started off quite badly for Liz Truss, getting slagged off by the president of the free world. I mean, it's not the best thing in the world, is it? Anyway, um, her knight in shining armour had turned up, which is um, good old uh, the Chancellor Jeremy Hunt. Uh, you have to be careful how you say that, but that's probably more accurate if you get it wrong. That's what most people think of him. Uh, and he has uh, basically, as we said last week, backtracked on all the stuff that um, she was going to do with this really naff budget that Biden didn't like. So um, he was not going to say anything until the 31st of this month. That was the plan. But because the uh, the markets were all over the place, uh, he actually did a speech. Personality of Dracula, it has to be said. But we thought this when he was at NHS, which we thought was ironic, really, because he, there'd be a blood shortage because he'd be drinking most of it. But anyway, he was um, doing a, a little speech to camera before he went into the House of Commons and basically said that pretty much everything that was in the mini-budget that Quasi had come up with and Liz had come up with was out the window and it had gone. Um, and he also said that uh, the public don't want a new PM um, they want stability and we were all thinking but we've got no stability because you've just been drafted in as like the fourth um, Chancellor of the Exchequer in as many months um, and it's all a bit up in the air and a little bit and a little bit uh, and for you to say we need stability when you're proving the fact that there isn't any stability was a bit ironic so this was still, this was Monday. He also scrapped the two-year energy cap uh, for everyone uh, in April. Now, basically, the government said, Liz Trust says, uh, that for two years, the price of electricity, the average price for an electricity house, would um, actually only be, well, it would be for two years, and it'd be two and a half grand, at average, two and a half grand, for two years, for everyone. He scrapped that and said, we'll do it for six months and then we'll look at it and target it. Now, to be fair, I agree with that. I know. Calm down. Um, but I don't understand how someone living in a big mansion who's on £5 million pounds an hour um, gets the same benefit from the government and the taxpayer than what someone, uh, you know, a single parent with three kids uh, living in a flat gets. It made no sense. So it kind of makes sense to do that. So he, he kind of got that right. He also said as well that they're going to keep the income tax at 20p and people are like, ooh, but we're going to get a penny off. Well, if you work it out, over a year, it's, from average wage, it's a couple of hundred quid. Spread that over 12 months. It's like a tenner a month. Spread that over a week, uh, over four weeks. It's like £2.50 a week. I mean, let's be honest. Surely the, the stability of the country and people getting 
uh, money who need it uh, is more important than you having £2.50 in your pocket extra every week, in my opinion. Um, anyway, there was questions being asked uh, about List Trust. Uh, hiya uh, JT, hope you're good. Hiya Rachel. Um, but, well, Keir Starmer basically asked an emergency question, uh, which normally the Prime Minister goes to, but, well, List Trust couldn't be bothered going. Uh, so she basically sent in um, Penny Mordant um, to take her place and answer the question, which was a bit weird. And one of the Labour MPs asked the question, um, is the Prime Minister hiding under a table wishing all this would go away? To which she rather foolishly replied, uh, I can confirm she is not hiding, the Prime Minister is not hiding under a table, which brought the whole place down um, with laughter. Um, yeah, you don't you don't want to do that. But the weird thing was that not long after, obviously someone had had a word with old Lizzie, uh, Liz Truss did turn up um, and just sat down and didn't really say very much until later on. So things are going from bad to worse. She'd also had this very bizarre press conference, uh, which lasted about six minutes, where she didn't answer questions. Like I mentioned it last week. Uh, uh, but they actually showed, I didn't see the thing, but they actually showed a clip where for about 20 seconds she's just there going. Which, which is what I've been saying all along. She's out, she was, she's out of a depth, completely out of a depth as to what the hell is going on. Anyway, earlier in the day she had had a cabinet meeting with the cabinet and basically told them all, that they've got to find cuts in their various departments in order to pay for these um, tax cuts and the crap that we've been put in because of this mini budget which has now been overturned, um, which didn't go down well with the uh, with the cabinet. Now remember, this cabinet is not a cabinet like a normal cabinet with people who are competent. This is a cabinet of people who would not say no to her. These are the people who pushed her into becoming the leader of the Conservative Party. Uh, so she rewarded them, regardless of their ability, of uh, being cabinet members. Um, and that was never going to work. Again, I said that from day one, uh, which was only 46 days ago. Um, that when she got her cabinet, it was just a complete and utter waste of time. She then had a, an interview on the BBC, uh, where she was asked directly, will you be Prime Minister at the next general election? And she went, yes, I will lead the Conservatives into the next general election. And then got asked the question again, uh, really? At which point she kind of went, oh, well, <laughs> kind of thing. Um, so I think she knew at that point that things were, were not going well. But they got worse. They actually got worse, unbelievably. Um, Prime Minister's question time. So we're on Wednesday now. Uh... Keith Starmer, you know I'm a big fan of Keith Starmer, not. But um, he's, I'm warming to him a little bit. I still don't think he's a, a leader because I've, I've no idea what he stands for. He's, he's just he's just basically someone who's there and waffles a little bit. But he came out with some good one-liners on Wednesday. Um, actually, no, what am I doing here? Oh, yeah, no, that's right. Yeah, he came out with some, uh, some cracking one-liners. Um such as um, all your all your tax cuts have gone, um, your uh, chancellor's gone, 
um, and various other things have gone and all the Labour Party, every time he said gone, went gone, it's like a football crowd. Um, and then he says, so why, why have you not gone? Why are you still here? And then he mentions that there's a book coming out um, about Liz Truss um, uh, before Christmas. It's out before Christmas. And then he asks a question, which I thought was brilliant. Is that the date of release or is that the title of the book out before Christmas? Uh, which, yeah, was hilarious. And she got quite angry. She actually got a folder and she slammed it on the gold box things that they've got. And everyone, and it was like it was like school playground. Everyone went ooh like that. Even the Tories went ooh when she did that because she was obviously angry. And um, she said, "I I am a fighter, not a quitter." Nah, 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 nah. And and give it loads, which you know, fair enough. Um, however, slightly later on that day, after um, yeah, she basically been humiliated again. Um, her secretary of um, states for the Home Secretary resigned uh, but I'll come to the pedestal there is the, the pedestal will get a mention don't worry so uh, the uh, the secretary of uh, the uh, the Home Secretary resigned now she resigned because apparently in that morning on Wednesday she'd sent an email um, but she sent it it was a, an official email but she sent it on her personal email, which is against the rules of Parliament, because obviously uh, stuff that they send that's official has got to be covered by the official secret site, secure, all that kind of stuff. And if you send it on Gmail, it's fairly secure, but it's not as secure as whatever the government use. Um, and someone reported her for it, so she resigned. But she kind of... She didn't resign quietly. She, had, she said, basically, I made a mistake... I'm owning up to my stake, uh, my stake, and because I made a mistake and I got it wrong, uh, I am resigning. I'm doing the right thing, which was a, a hell of a thing to say when you consider what this trust has been up to. So, the following day, um, the newspapers say that Suella had a 90-minute argument with uh, Liz in uh, Downing Street, um, which. You can understand because Liz does seem to be one of these person people who don't take any rubbish off anyone, uh, their way or the highway kind of thing. And then uh, Swell of a Mess also come up as well because that's just a cool <laughs> use of words. But it got worse. Later on that night, there was a vote on fracking. Now, when they do votes... Um, on you know a, a, a subject so should fracking be allowed or should fracking be banned which was what the vote was about for some reason the conservative party decided to make it a vote of confidence by their mps on list trust and their government and a lot of them were like well i don't want to vote for fracking um but if they didn't do they would lose their conservative uh, membership and become an independent, and anything they tried to do to get rid of this trust would have been, to be fair, Putin would have been proud of it. But not only did they tell them, you've got to vote for the government if you're a Tory MP, but they even allegedly pushed them into the lobby, because you, you physically walk through, I don't know if it's a corridor, or go into a room, or do something, you physically have to, it's not like putting your hand up or ticking something, you physically have to go somewhere and do something, in these rooms um, 
to say whether you, you're voting yes or no for whatever the amendment is. And apparently there were some senior ton, Tory MPs who were moving people into the yes, uh, was it the no? It was the no. Move it into the no uh, one because that's what the Tories wanted you to vote, um, which is countermount to bullying. Um, and there's a big furore about it. And Labour is saying, oh, you can't do that and all that kind of thing. And I'm like, well, hang on a minute. We've got a Labour council in Wigan and the Labour councillors who were not on the uh, cabinet, um, which is t 10, 11 people who basically run the whole of Wigan, anyone who's voted Labour uh, or a Labour councillor have to vote with the cabinet no matter what. And if they don't, they get punished. They get banned from going to meetings. They get kicked out. They get suspended if they don't toe the line. So they're getting as bullied as much as what allegedly these people were getting bullied in uh, the House of Parliament, which seems you know, a little bit, hmm, that'll be going in the paper next week. Anyway, uh, the long shot was that the Tories won the argument uh, and fracking, if people agree in the area, will go ahead. At least up to a point. Then we get to Thursday. Now, Thursday, um, Liz Trust called a meeting with the chairman of the 1922 committee. Now, the chairman of the 1922 committee is this guy here. And he's the guy who, if you don't like your, um, uh, your prime minister or whatever, you can send him a letter. And if he gets enough letters, this is how they got rid of Boris, uh, he'll... Uh, declare an election and basically uh, get rid of whomever it is. But she called him to uh, 10 Downing Street on Thursday and everyone's like, oh, what's going on here then? Um, seems a bit weird because there were a few people who'd openly said, a few MPs had openly said that they didn't want uh, Liz Truss to be Prime Minister anymore. I mean, apart from 90% of the uh, population of Britain. So, about off one, I was I was driving in my car. It's not quite a Jaguar. Um, Liz Truss came out of Downing Street and stood with their brand new podium and resigned. She basically, the day before, said, "I'm a fighter, not a quitter," and then, round about twenty-four and a half hours later, maybe twenty-five hours later, she actually quit. And the world cheered. Markets actually got a little bit better. And we're like, yes. Shortest Prime Minister in tenure in the history of the United Kingdom. Um, possibly one of the shortest ones in the world. I know she's certainly in the top ten of very short leaders. Um, i.e. how long they've been leading their countries. And a few of them got assassinated. So, I mean, you know, you've got to think yourself lucky, haven't you? So, she basically said what she'd done. Um, but didn't mention what she'd done wrong and off she went she was like alright so what happens now well the 1922 guy uh, he comes out and he says we are now going to have an election for a new prime minister and we're like oh god here we go again now they're going to do it differently now last time it took many many weeks for a new prime minister to come along um, so what they've done this time is You've got, in order to be up for a vote, you've got to have at least 
100 other MPs support you. Now there's 350 odd Tory MPs, which means there's going to be a maximum, because you can only you can only support one person, there's going to be a maximum of three people who stand this time, whereas last time I think it started off with 11, certainly 10 anyway. Um, so a lot of the, you know, the, the ones who stood last time have said, yeah, yeah, we, you know, we're up for it, we're going to do it. Um, but a few people have said they're not going to do it, and that includes uh, Jeremy Hunt. Thank you, God, there is a God after all. Um, so yeah, Dracula wants to stay uh, in charge of the finances. So who is going to actually uh, stand up and be counted? Well, the rumours are uh, Boris and Rishi Sunak are going to be the two who are going to be fighting out for the votes of the members of the Conservative Party. And you're like, whoa, hang on a minute. Boris? Boris? Didn't he get kicked out like six weeks ago? And he's the second favourite, if not the favourite, to become Prime Minister? Yes, welcome to British politics. Um, he's on holiday at the moment, but apparently he's flying back. Hiya, any Hope you're geared. Uh, he's flying back and um, we will find out whether or not uh, he's actually going to stand, but there's quite a lot of people think he should um, because he's the only person who's actually got a vote from the general public i.e. when he won the election in 2019 um, and a lot of people uh, members of the general public say bring back Boris and like I said last week and like I said when he was Prime Minister he's a bumbling idiot he's a, a liar, he's a cheat, but he gets things done and and you kind of forgive him for being a complete I don't know I said tosspot then but I'm not allowed to say that um, but <laughs> who else is there I mean Rishi yeah I, I go with Rishi but um, it, 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 it is scary but not to worry because Tom Daly's got a friend um, and that is uh, Penny Mordant, Mordant. Uh, and I didn't realise that she actually appeared in that really crap TV show called Splash, where celebrities fell off high objects into pools and claimed it was diving. Um, it was absolute garbage. And I was like, Tom, what are you doing, lad? You can do this when you've retired. You need to concentrate on your on your Olympic medals and all that kind of stuff. Don't worry about TV yet. You've got the person that to do TV later. And, but it turns out he's going to do knitting with mother when he, uh, when he actually starts doing a TV career. Apparently he's already doing it on YouTube, so fair play. Uh, but yeah, she doesn't want us to remember her like that. She wants us to remember her like this. Um, so she came third in the last election um, with Rishi coming second and Liz Trust winning. God knows how. Um, like I said at the time, I think all the people, all the Conservative members who voted for him should not be, uh, voted for Liz Trust should not be allowed to vote in this election um, because they got it so wrong. But we all knew it was wrong. I mean, she even built Liz Trust a nice podium uh, with the curvy. Oh, I've got a picture of the podium. Oh, that's annoying. Uh, with a with a nice twist on it, uh, because she's so much shorter than Boris that if they used the Boris podium, she'd been like that, looking over it. So uh, yeah, the podium I think will be gone. But how are they going to vote? Well, they've got until Monday at two o'clock to say that they've got. 100 MPs ready to go. Now the only person who's put their 
hat in the ring so far, officially, is uh, Penny. But as far as we know, she's only got less than 20 MPs on her side. Whereas Boris has already got 35, and he's not even said he's doing it. And Rishi's got, like, nearly 50. So it could be very, very interesting. So, this is what happens. If the candidates uh, get... If there's three candidates, which, ironically, we've got two men and a woman, but for legal reasons, uh, this one here is... Well, it could be a man or a woman, let's be honest. Um... If they've got two uh, candidates, then the Conservative MP's vote and the person with the fewest votes will be eliminated, which is what happened last time. Uh, when there's two candidates left, the Conservative, and, uh, the Conservative MPs will then vote to show which one of the two they prefer. Now, in the last election, Rishi got more votes than Liz Trust from the MPs. And I think if the, if the members of the Conservative Party had actually paid any attention and would have got Rishi instead of Liz Trust, we'd still be up the creek without a paddle, but we wouldn't be being we wouldn't be in a blender, being blended uh, by everything. So they're doing that and then the Conservative uh, party members are going to vote online. Now what could possibly go wrong with an online vote? Bearing in mind we've we're we're up against China and Russia at the moment who are very good at interfering with online things. So I'm sure that's going to be great. Um, and then we get a leader. And then the winner becomes the party leader and the prime minister as well. Which is, is lovely jubbly. Um, if you're the winner. If you're not the winner, then it's like, oh dear, here we go again. So the, the, the thing is, who is going to be the, the top three? Now, if Boris decides to come back... Uh, I, I know I keep saying bring back Boris, but I, I don't know whether I mean it or not. Uh, but if he does come back, um, there's rumours that he could win because he's still very popular on the streets with the people. Um, he's very Marmite, but a lot of people appreciate what he did during COVID uh, with the furlough and all the other bits and pieces as well. But then you got to remember that Rishi was in there as well. But then you got to remember that Rishi quitting as the Chancellor of the Exchequer is the reason why we got rid of Boris. Uh, that was like the, the first stake in the heart, followed by many knives in the back. Um, so is Rishi that trustworthy? Well, maybe he did it for the right reasons. So yes, he is trustworthy. It's very complicated. Uh, and in a way, I'm glad I don't have to vote. But the, the scary thing is that we will have a new Prime Minister by the latest uh, a week today. So I'll be talking about this time next week, or what a week that was, um, about the new Prime Minister, whomever it could be. And it, to be fair, it might be none of the above. It could be anyone else. So, yeah, British politics, you've got to love it. It says on the tin. So it must be true. Um, what else is going on? Well, everyone's favourite baddie. Well, second favourite baddie. Uh, this guy, Li Jinping, or whatever he's called. Um, he is threatening Taiwan with uh, an invasion, basically. He said he's not ruling out, under any circumstances, uh, military intervention in order to reclaim Taiwan uh, back into China, which means we could well be heading towards uh, World War Three, Part 2, assuming we're going to World War Three, Part 1 with Russia. 
So, yeah, um, that guy, very dangerous. I mean, he's criticised Putin for invading Ukraine, so it would be ironic and, um, not ironic, what's the word? Um, weird of him to actually then invade uh, Taiwan, but he would say, well, Taiwan has never been an independent country. Taiwan has always been part of China. Um, all we're doing is just getting the government back on, on side with us. Uh, meanwhile, in Ruskyland, uh, Vladimir Putin, uh, the most sensible man on the planet, has said that the areas that he has claimed, the four districts that he's claimed in Ukraine, are now under martial law, which basically means if you go out uh, outside the times allocated in the areas, uh, the army are quite able to shoot you, uh, which seems like a really nice way of winning over the local population. Um, so yeah, martial law has been declared. Uh, and he remember when he said a couple of weeks ago that uh, when the bridge was hit, it was last week, wasn't it? God, it feels like such a long time with all the politics going on. Um, that um, uh, the terrorist attack, uh, because they were attacking the uh, infrastructure of the um, of Russia, uh, which technically it wasn't, it's Crimea, uh, which has been annexed illegally by Russia, um, so technically it's still part of Ukraine, but run by Russia. Um, the bridge that was attacked, uh, he said, was a terrorist attack. However, it is fine for him to use these drones from Iran to uh, kamikaze drones they're called they're a bit like the V2 bombs and the V1 bombs in World War 2 only a lot more accurate and they're being sent in to actually destroy the infrastructure of Ukraine i.e. Uh, the water treatment plants the power stations the power grids all that kind of stuff what are you doing? Um, worse thought what she did then, but it was very naughty. Um, so <laughs> he's, he's basically going round uh, saying that if anything happens to him, it's a terrorist attack, but it's okay for him to buy these things from um, Iran and blow up the infrastructure of Ukraine, which is basically targeting the civilian population. Now, there is an argument that we should put sanctions on Iran, that we, not that we already haven't got sanctions on Iran, uh, for selling these weapons to uh, Russia for them to use. But then people would say, yeah, but we're giving weapons to Ukraine to use on the Russian army. And that's the difference. The weapons we're giving them, um, she, oh, she wants to be, uh, behave herself, not be, not be part of the stream. So I don't know what she's not told. If she's broken, I think I'll be, I'll be cross. Oh, it's, yeah, it's something that's a bit broken, but it'll be fine. Um, so, yeah, it's one of these things where the stuff he's bought from Iran is being used against civilians, whereas the stuff being donated by the West to Ukraine is being used to target the Russian army. So we've seen them blow helicopters up, tanks, shoot down some of these uh, drones, uh, was it? 25 or something that were being sent over in one go and only five got through because there was a missile defense system that had been brought in from america or germany or somewhere which stopped uh, 20 of them but obviously five got through but i mean if there's any terrorist out there i'm not saying the ukraines are all 
you know, wonderful people and all play by the rules. There will be some bad apples in the Ukrainian army, um, but there's less bad apples in the Ukrainian army and there's more bad apples, I reckon, in the Kremlin than what there is in the entire Ukrainian army. So, yeah, Russia and Iran, it's a weird one. And Iran should be punished for deliberately selling things which they know are being used against civilians. Um, we wouldn't send it from anyone else. And I think the fact it's being used against civilians, if it was being used against military targets in Ukraine, then that would be different because that's what we're doing with the stuff that we're giving to Ukraine army is to target, you know, Russian, uh, like I said before, tanks, helicopters, bases, training grounds, that kind of thing. But these are only being used to destroy the water supply and the electricity supply it, all over Ukraine. And that, again, is yet another war crime. Um, it, it, it's just terrifying that he's, he's, he's able to get away with it. And I have no idea why we are not doing more about this, um, other than the threat of nuclear war, I suppose. But apparently he's done a test today, um, or tried to do a test today, which failed abysmally with a, a, a small nuclear weapon um, before he went off on one. Um, oh, one thing I forgot to show you. I'm going to show you this. Uh, going back to uh, memes. Um, I was meant to show you this when I was talking about Boris. Uh, better Call Boris uh, is another meme that's coming up at the minute uh, in order to solve our woes. Yeah, I know. It's terrifying. Absolutely terrifying. To be fair, most of the news in the UK, I mean, there's been more news in the UK about Liz Truss than what there was uh, when the Queen died. Not about Liz Truss, I mean, <laughs> just generally. Uh, but there is other news as well. Um, who'd have thought that an arrogant, um, slightly overweight guy who thinks he's God's gift to everyone would be rude when treated, in his opinion, badly in a restaurant? Stand up and be counted, James Corden. What an absolute plonker this guy is. Apparently it's not the first time he's been rude to people. And it doesn't surprise me, he just comes across as one of them people, do you not know who I am? Um, he's losing his show in America soon, so uh, fingers crossed uh, he will lose, well he won't get any more, and he can just go quietly in a corner and just wonder why he can only go to a McDonald's drive-thru, and, and then only when he's doing carpool karaoke. Um, ironically, the restaurant uh, mentioned uh, was not one of these, but you can imagine he got kicked out of this one as well, because... Uh, All-you-can-eat restaurant closes after customer eats too much. This was a, from a couple of years ago on his show. And you can only imagine that the uh, the customers that ate too much, he was one of them. Hashtag just saying what you're going to do, James Corden. Hey, 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 hey. There are other idiots on the planet, uh, mainly the oil protesters. Now, this guy here uh, and some others uh, went on the... Was it the Dartford Bridge or some bridge anyway in London? And they climbed up on the rigging and they were there for two days closing the bridge and causing havoc and chaos uh, because I think it's stop oil. Oh, hey, Billy. Um, now, I'm all for stopping oil. I'm all for, you know, going green. Um, but we can't do it with the flick of a switch. 
So numpties like him, uh, disturbing people's lives, stopping people getting to work, causing chaos everywhere, basically causing pollution, more pollution. If cars could get over the, the bridge, they wouldn't be stuck in traffic jams trying to find alternative routes over the, or under the Thames. Um, so the guys, these guys are absolute idiots. They stick themselves to um, the, the roads, they throw orange juice and soup over oil paintings in, in um, art galleries. I mean, they're an absolute waste of time. And these people should all be put in a, in a truck and, and just sent somewhere. Maybe stick it on one of um, Elon Musk's rockets and just send them to Mars. And then they can see how they can live without, you know, using any fossil fuels or anything. Uh, we don't need these people on the planet. We're trying to do our best to stop uh, global warming. But let's be honest, no matter what we do in the United Kingdom, it's not going to change the planet's fate. Um, and we can't flick a switch and all go green. Um, I even saw something today on the internet just before I actually started this broadcast that, that said, and you won't believe this, I know, this is shocking, You've, you'll have never heard this before, but there are people now questioning whether electric cars are the future, or whether hydrogen should be used instead. Who'd have thought, if only someone had come up with this idea before? Oh yeah, yeah, I've been going on about it for over a year. Anyway, the good news is, um, they got these guys down and girls down, and... Um, they probably only got a rap on the knuckles. I'd, I'd literally put them in prison, um, but make sure that you know the only power they have uh, to keep them warm in their cell would be a wind turbine to power the electricity uh, heater in the room and uh, the microwave and all that and the light. But then when it's not windy, oh, I'm sorry, we we're not going to use any any fossil fuels to uh, you know make you feel comfortable. We'll just have to wait for the for the wind to come back again, which again is another reason why we can't go green straight away. To be fair, there's been a lot of wind recently. Uh, never has the soap opera been so close to what the actual weather is. Whether or not that is true is another thing. Uh, and then finally, because like I say, it's all been about Liz Truss, I'll be honest with you. Um, the last thing I think I've got to talk about with the regular news, uh, if I can find it, is... Where has it gone? Oh yeah, there he is. A Labour, pardon me, a Labour MP, uh, this is breaking news, uh, this is uh, coming out tonight, a Labour MP, uh, um, uh, MP Matheson, uh, has resigned after some inappropriate um, sexual alleged um, improprieties uh, against a woman, and he's done the right thing basically. Uh, he's resigned. He said he's innocent and all that, but he doesn't want to drag the party down, so he's uh, he's stepping aside, um, and there will be a by-election uh, in his uh, constituency, which I think is Chester, which isn't far from us. So uh, that could be an interesting one to watch. Um, so what we've we done, we've done Biden, we've done China, uh, we've done Jeremy Hunt, we've done Liz Truss, Liz Truss, Liz Truss, Liz Truss, Putin, Liz Truss, Liz Truss, protesters, James Corden, um, Iran and a Labour MP. So yeah, remember when my, my little notepads weren't very full of stuff? Look at it now. I need a bigger notepad for next year. When I first started, these things, that was my notepad for my notes. And now we're up to that. Was that my notepad for the notes? Was it? Yeah, week one. 
and now it's now it looks like that. So I think we've done that in record time. Normally it takes us an hour to get through the uh, the local, uh, well, the British news establishments, but no, it's now time for meanwhile in America, la 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 America, dum dum America. Uh, yes, what is going on in America? Now, there is some right weird stuff going on in America. Uh, again, there's some tragic stuff going on in America. Um, every week I say this, why can't the Americans see what the rest of the world sees with gun crime in America? I don't get it. I don't understand what they can't see. In fact, I've deliberately reduced the number of gun crimes... Uh, that I'm going to discuss today because it, it, it's just there are just so many people being killed in America by guns it's just ridiculous so yeah we're not going to go full bore into that and there's some funny stuff as well which is always good I always think so um, this one here let's just make it the right size I've done a bit of uh, jiggery pokery so it's a bit bit better uh, a New York City smoke shop, which is basically a vape shop, as we call them in the United Kingdom, um, are selling magic mushroom candy bars. <laughs> uh, these candy bars are a real trip. Some big apple smoke shops are selling magic mushrooms, uh, cyclobin bars, to anyone looking for a psychedelic kick. Um, a, 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 Someone said, I took five pieces of that, stupidest decision, stupidest decision, easy for them to say, I've made in my actual life, said one employee at the store on Canal Street. Uh, I have a high tolerance for weed, so I thought I'd be fine, but it effed me up. <laughs> well, what could, what could possibly go wrong buying magic mushroom candy bars? Hey, hey, hey. Um... This is a bit of a weird one. And again, you've got to think, whenever there's a war on, there are two sides to every story, and propaganda is is rife. So like we know all the propaganda that Russia do, um, because we can see the Russian news and what they're saying about how great they are and how well they're doing and all this kind of stuff when it's really going quite badly for them on their you know, on their news stations in Russia. And there's nothing to say that stuff that we hear on our side is 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 as true as what it's made out to be. But apparently, uh, Russia is giving soldiers Viagra um, so that they can assault Ukrainians. Now, I, I, I... Nothing surprises me about Russia anymore, but surely to God, even they don't stoop that low. Um, meanwhile, in New York City, uh, New Jersey even, sorry, uh, a dinosaur sculptures have been destroyed by vandals. Um, it says here an asteroid didn't wipe out these dinosaurs. Vandals are responsible for the extinction event for an extinction event at New Jersey Jurassic Park, where mammoth sculptures of dinosaurs were destroyed. Um, basically, a guy had made dinosaurs sculptures for an exhibition for kids and all that, and people have gone in and, and either smashed them up or burnt them. Um, a musician plays saxophone for an entire nine-hour brain surgery. Um, so a musician, and I've heard of people 
when you're having brain surgery, they don't know whether or not they're going to damage your brain. I mean, I can't think of anyone rooting around in my head whilst I'm conscious. But apparently they do that so that if you, you're you not well, you can say, whoa, hang on a minute, I'm feeling a bit funny or whatever. I mean, I'd just pass out anyway. I, I pass out watching Casualty on TV, which is one up from ER. Um, and yeah, this guy was playing the saxophone. Now, I'm sorry, but if I was in a... Not that I ever would be, for obvious reasons, but if I was in a, a uh, operating theatre and someone was playing a saxophone for nine hours, I would brain them. I can't imagine anything worse than someone playing a saxophone. I mean, I get why they did it and all that, and, and he, he came out of the operation uh, none the worse, but I imagine the stress levels of the people who were in there for nine hours with him would have been off the scale. Teens are dumping milk on stores' floors to protest the destructive dairy industry. So the latest environmentalist trend is here, pouring milk on grocery stores. All across the United Kingdom, teenagers are concerned about the environment and are doing milk pours. The new trend involves going into grocery stores, picking up cartons of cow-produced milk and pouring them contents all over the floor. Uh, this is animal rebellion. Shall we get these people and stick them in the same bus? and then send them on that rocket that we're, uh, we did with the oil protesters as well. I mean, for a start, the, the cows are still cows. All you've done is deprive people of milk, uh, which means that the milk that you've poured out has been completely wasted. So the, the gases and the things that you're, you're protesting against uh, have actually made more environmental damage than what would have done if someone had been able to drink the milk that you're pouring on the floor. So yeah, just lock them up. Uh, I mean, if you want to protest outside, you know, milk is murder or whatever, fine. But going in and committing crimes of vandalism uh, and people get away with it, I don't understand it. Um, yeah, because that's what I'm saying. It defeats the purpose. I get growing. It, it defeats the, the purpose of what they're protesting about. You know, like that idiot who stuck himself to the top of a, a London underground the other year. Uh, a London underground train you know everyone agrees that the underground is the most environmentally way uh, environmentally greatest way of traveling around London it's the quickest it's the safest and it's environmentally better than driving a car or getting a taxi or even getting in a bus and he sticks himself to it absolute joke these people and yeah they should all be just sent away but this is what we've done we've become that walk that we let people like this get away with stuff and we shouldn't um, dead birds are littering the front of a New York City condo uh, because it's got a glass facade um, so they are f flying full pelt into this uh, 11 story building and um, many hundreds have died over the last uh, couple of seasons um, Mum of Jeffrey Dahmer victim slams serial killer's evil Halloween costume. Um, now, Jeffrey Dahmer, if you don't know, was one of the, probably, certainly in the top 100 uh, evil people ever on the planet. And I include everyone on that. Um, obviously, there are people a lot more evil, but he certainly was up there in the top 100. And you think, well, top 100, that's not too bad. Yeah, we're talking about billions and billions and billions of people. I mean, top 100 is near enough number one. Um, so there's Halloween costumes coming out um, of, you can dress up as uh, Jeffrey Dahmer, and no, 
No, he's a real murderer. If you want to dress up as, you know, Jason or um, Nightmare on Elm Street guy, then fine. They're they're not real, but they're this guy's murdered people who've got families, and you cannot. I don't know how you our companies thought it's a good idea to do that. Anyway. Uh, Elon Musk um, is, well, he's an idiot. We discussed this last week. Um, and he's, he's now said that he's uh, still going to keep Ukraine government um, with the uh, internet that he was providing. Um, although he said because he started to support the... Um, the Russians, no, the Chinese, which is important, Chinese, he was supporting the Chinese, uh, and then he got all these tax breaks and everything, um, and he's basically said that, you know, Ukraine, he got involved with Ukraine and everything as well, um, but he's now said he's going to keep the free internet for the Ukraine, so, okay, then I'll let you off on that one. <sighs> right, here we go, gun crime, four teens shot in drive by outside Long Island party, uh, four Long Island, uh, Long Island teenagers was shot by a drive-by gunman outside a large house party on Saturday night. Um, injuring two 16-year-old boys, 16-year-old girl and a 14-year-old boy. I mean, they're going to a party for God's sake. You don't want to come back, you know, either dead or injured with bullet holes in you. But they don't get it. The Americans just don't get it. Uh, not all Americans are bad. Look at this guy here. A Florida Good Samaritan discovers a 150,000 dollars with with of cocaine which was washed up on a shoreline and he handed it into the authorities mind you what would you do with 150 uh, grams worth of cocaine uh, if you were just like a dog walker or something like that um, <laughs> a bit like this we had this in Wales didn't we last week or the week before where uh, a lot of uh, cocaine was washed up on the beach more than this to be fair but anyway he did the right thing and he handed it in to the the authorities and no doubt he'll get a, a, a nice reward because, you know, he did the right thing. He's, he's a good crack. Uh, elderly man fatally shoots his 66-year-old brother during his dispute. A 66-year-old man was fatally shot by his elderly brother in an apartment they shared in Queens. Um, he allegedly shot his brother in the chest uh, at 7.40am in their London, uh, in their apartment um, according to sources, um, yeah, he, he first pulled a knife out on him and then thought, nah, that's not good enough, I'll get a gun. So he got his gun and shot his brother. Um, South Carolina man, now this one I don't get, sick. South Carolina man steals cremated rain, uh, remains of ex-mum, ex's mum, sorry, to sell for heroin. So a South Carolina man stole the cremated remains of his ex-girlfriend's mother to sell so he could buy heroin. What? Who buys? I mean, regardless of the fact they were stolen, who buys cremated remains? Who? Um... And he thought it was a good idea. But someone must have said, oh yeah, I'll give you some money for that. I, uh, uh. Russia. 
Uh, a Russia military rain shooting leaves 11 dead and 15 wounded. Uh, two men fired at soldiers on a Russian military firing range near Ukraine on Saturday, killing 11 and wounding 15 before being slain themselves. Uh, the shooting took place in the Belgorod region of southwest Russia that borders Ukraine. It said the two men from an unnamed former Soviet Republic fired on volunteer soldiers during target practice and were killed by return fire. Um, and they're calling it, obviously, a terrorist attack. Might be the urn he sold. Okay then, who buys an urn that's already been used? <laughs> None of it makes sense. Uh, Biden with the nice green. Um, Biden, yeah, he's he's a bit worrying, isn't he? I mean, you know, we might be getting Boris back, but at least we haven't got Biden. That's one way of looking at it. Uh, Biden insists the US economy is strong as hell as he munches on an ice cream cone. Now, this is the same time that he said about Liz Truss's uh, economic plan being a bit crap. Uh, President Joe Biden apparently got brain freeze during a pit stop in an Oregon ice cream parlor over the weekend and forgot about the millions of Americans suffering financially when he was asked about the economy. I'm not concerned about the strength of the dollar, I'm concerned about the rest of the world. Does that make sense? Uh, no. You're the President of the United States of America. You should be concerned about your uh, people. Um, Humpback whales brushed father's and son's fishing boat whilst they were fishing on the New Jersey shore. Now this, this would be an amazing thing, but I mean, lucky as hell that it only brushed their boats and didn't capsize it. A father and son out fishing off the Jersey Shore got the shock of a lifetime um, and his dad had a close call with an enormous humpback whale when the ocean creature brushed up against their boat when the two had set sail to fish for bass. Oh poo, oh poo, oh poo. Um, the, the video basically videoed it and he, he says some expletives. He didn't say poo. Okay. Meanwhile in America... Americans are using Apple AirTags to track loved ones with dementia. Now, I don't know whether this is genius or whether or not this is just kind of weird. Um, a popular device that I've never heard of to locate uh, lost items like keys and wallet or a bag is being used by some Americans to track their loved ones with dementia. Um, it's a $29 tracking device uh, and basically it lets people know where the device is. So the devices with your phone or your keys or whatever, that's where your phone and your keys are. And they've realised that if they put it in the bags or pockets of people who've got dementia and they wander off, you'll be able to find them easy. I mean, maybe, uh, you know, they should have put one of them in Samson's uh, coat in Emmerdale. Yeah, maybe. I don't know, just saying. Hashtag. Um, <laughs> it's not just me with the rat problem. Talking of which, no idea whether it's dead or alive. Um, I think it's dead now to be fair or it's escaped uh, because I've not there's no rat droppings anywhere there's no rat urine anywhere um, and I've not heard any squeaking I've not heard any gnawing I've not heard any rustling and silence has shown no interest in the kitchen like she did the other week so I think the rat's either dead or gone but I can't smell it if it's dead so I think it's gone but New York uh, City is plagued with large uh, increased um, bleh, it's plagued with a large increase in rat sightings Silence, have you been to New York City? Uh, New York City data shows uh, rat sightings have spiked. Uh, sightings are up 70% from the same time two years ago. Well, two years ago, we're all in lockdown, so you weren't allowed out. So surely 
there's more people out now, therefore more people reporting rats. Um, police called uh, for uh, sightings of 7,400 rats. Now, in New York, I would say that's not a lot. Texas man with hatchet arrested at Walmart after scaring the bejeebies out of people. A uh, Texas man is in legal trouble after he scared the bejeebies uh, out of Walmart customers during an aggressive outlandish uh, shopping trip. According to the police, uh, he, he rushed, rushed up to people uh, in the megastore's parking lot with a hatchet attached to the front of his pants as he screamed things that made absolutely no sense. So he wasn't even holding the thing, it was it was hanging between his... Uh, yeah, I think I'd... I, I don't know what the bejeebies are, but I think I'd, I'd be losing my bejeebies if that happened to me. Uh, oh, look. City Hall union strike deal on uh, New York City trash pickup in bid to curb rodent feasts on streets. So they just said there's more rats on the streets, uh, more rat sightings, but now we find out there's a litter problem on the streets because uh, there's a strike between the uh, trash collectors. So, well, I think we've just answered the question. Probably. I don't know anymore. Uh, Ebola's back. I mean, it never went away. Uh, but it's, it's, it's running rife in Uganda at the moment, uh, and two areas of the country are in lockdown, uh, and this is the new... Ebola that I mentioned a few weeks ago um, and hopefully they can actually contain this outbreak um, and stop it uh, spreading to the rest of Africa because we saw how terrible it was uh, last time so fingers crossed that they managed to uh, sort that out. A black hole burps up a star years after eating it. Sorry? A supermassive black hole was observed belching up a star it gobbled up three years earlier. Um, I mean, I'm pretty sure that, I mean, I'm not an expert, I'm not an astrologist, but I'm pretty sure that black holes don't have a digestive system, so they can't technically burp. Um, anyway, uh, this caught us completely by surprise. No one has ever seen anything like this before. Well, of course not. You've not had the technology to see stuff like this before. It's millions, billions of light years away from us. So how the hell are you expected to see it until now you've got the technology to see it? Um, the, uh, a small star was swallowed by this black hole in 2018 and... Now, debris and dust has come out of it. But if you look at that, it looks like the smoke coming up from the star vertically. And you're like, well, there's no atmosphere, there's no gravity. So surely it would just kind of come out in a, just like a circle. So I think it's all fake. Uh, I believe the Earth's flat and Father Christmas exists. Biden, gotta love Biden. Oh, it's Trump. Oh, even better. <laughs> Um, Trump thinks Kanye West is acting too crazy after an anti-Semitic uh, <laughs> outburst. Even Donald Trump thinks Kanye West should dial it back. The former president believes the rapper is acting too crazy in the wake of his recent anti-Semitic outbursts and public meltdowns, according to a new report. Um, Trump, who's previously said that uh, 
Kanye West has been a friend of his for a long time, um, says that he, he now needs professional help. Um, he's not the only one. Kanye West um, is coming up again in a bit. George Floyd's family may sue Kanye West, he's coming up now, for claiming the death was an overdose. So George Floyd's family said it may sue Kanye West for suggesting Floyd's brutal caught on camera murder, uh, it says death there, but I'm saying murder, under the knee of a um, Minnesota cop was really a, f a fin uh, financial overdose. Um, I mean, <laughs> he was there, was he? I didn't see him in the video. Just saying. Man sets Queen's restaurant on fire over botched chicken biryani order. Um, a, a Queen's man set a Bangladeshi restaurant on fire in a in a wild, caught on video arson. He told cops he committed it because the eatery botched his order of the savoury rice dish. I was very drunk. I bought the chicken biryani. They didn't give me the chicken biryani. I was mad. I threw it out. Uh, went back and set fire to the restaurant. Now, to be fair, they got away with that lightly because we've had people uh, being shot in uh, McDonald's and places like that and killed because the fries were cold. So, uh, yeah. Uh, meanwhile, in Russia, a Russian fighter plane crashes into apartments uh, near Ukraine. Uh, it's a Russian plane that took off and training flight so was it one of these people one of these 300,000 that they dragged in off the streets of Russia uh, and tragically it's crashed into uh, an apartment block killing at least four I think last time I looked it was about they found about seven people now uh, but again it's it takes years to become a fighter pilot you can't just drag some 20 year old off the streets of a city in in Russia and stick them in uh, a fighter jet and expect them to be able to do it. It takes much longer than that. Now, everyone's complaining about the price of everything in the United Kingdom. And I, I keep saying, it's not just the United Kingdom. It's a world thing. Uh, in America, butter and margarine prices have spiked 32% uh, during the um, inflation crisis. Again, it's something to do with Ukraine, although I don't know how Ukraine uh, has got milk and margarine uh, prices affected in America. I get it in Europe, but I don't necessarily get it in America. But anyway, uh, yeah, everyone's complaining about it. Uh, this guy, Kyle Rittenhouse, is starting a new YouTube channel devoted to just guns. Let's glamorise the thing that's killing our teenagers, shall we? What an absolute pillock. Um, he's the teen who is shot two people dead and injured another while defending himself uh, during Black Lives Matter riots in Wisconsin, uh, and he's got thirty-four thousand subscribers. So he's he's basically a murderer, and he's now set up a been allowed to set up a YouTube channel publicising the things that he used to kill people. Uh, mobilised Russian soldiers are dying in droves after going to war with no training. Again, uh, this could be propaganda, we don't know, but it does seem realistic in the fact that they are literally being dragged off the streets and um, sent on the way. Um, 
and yeah, it, it was just shocking. I mean, you look at the Ukraine army, um, and all the Ukrainians of of age have been trained on basic uh, gun handling and stuff like that from a very young age because they live next to Russia. Whereas the Russians, if you live in a little village in the middle of nowhere, you might go out and hunt a rabbit uh, or an elk or whatever they've got out there. Uh, but you ain't going to be war ready. And they're basically getting very limited training and then sent out and they are just coming home in body bags or severely injured. Um, because obviously the Ukraine army don't know that these are just people who don't know how to use a gun and don't know how to fight. So they're treating them like proper soldiers, so they're trying to kill them. Which is fair, they're in their country. What could possibly go wrong here? Bearing in mind we're getting a spike in COVID again, which we always get, well, we always will get around this time of year. Uh, Boston University researchers claim to have developed a new, more lethal COVID strain in a lab. Why? Why? You know what I'm saying about guns? Suddenly, I can think where people can do target practice. Uh, there's a Boston University. Uh, do you want to go over there and try your gun out? Uh, researchers at Boston University say they've developed a new COVID strain that has killed 80% uh, of uh, people uh, of rats infected. Um, the variant, a combination of the Omicron and the original virus in Wuhan, killed 80% of the mice infected with it. Um, when the mice were all, uh, affected by Omicron, the majority of them survived. So brilliant, well done. We've been slagging off China for possibly making COVID in the first place. What have you guys done? You've made one even worse. Goodbye, humanity. Meanwhile, in Florida, after Hurricane Ian, the very naughty hurricane that's killed far too many people, um, there's now a flesh-eating bacteria that's uh, going through the population. Um, the, it's... Uh, I, I, I don't quite understand what a flesh-eating bacteria is, but I can imagine it's not very pleasant. Uh, and they've got enough going on, uh, but obviously nature is fighting back. Some kind of good news, although, again, I'm a bit weird on this one, a bit controversial. Uh, there could be a cancer vaccine available by 2030, uh, which is based on the COVID vaccine which was based on vaccines from the past, but just basically because of the COVID crisis, they've accelerated it. And now they think that this uh, vaccine could be uh, a reality within a few years. Um, the, the way it would work is they would inject you with it and your body would look at these things that have been injected and think they're not right and attack them. Uh, but they would look like cancer cells. And the idea is that when, if you if you get cancer, then you, I don't know whether it works when you've been in, if you've got cancer or whether you do it before you get cancer, but either way, uh, it's meant to reduce the risk of it and all that kind of thing. And I'm, I'm kind of double-edged on this one because, I mean, if I got cancer, and I, I honestly think it's probably a possibility at some point, because one in two of us are going to get it, uh, I probably want to say, well, you know, oh, uh, do whatever you can, do whatever you can. But then the other hand, it's like, well, maybe this is God's ways of telling me, you know, you've been on the planet long enough, now bugger off and leave room for someone else. 
And if we keep everyone alive forever, if we can cure everything in time, then there'll be too many people on the planet for the planet to support because there'll still be babies coming along, but people won't be dying. So I say it's a weird one. And I'm not saying if you've got cancer you should die. That I don't mean that at all. But it's a juxtaposition that we need to be able to support people um, as a planet. And we've got to go forward and... You know, we keep going about saving the planet and all that, but we're, if people are living to be 150 or whatever, because there's something else on the news saying that they could reverse aging. So we all live to be 150. Then where are we going to live? How are we going to eat? Where are we going to get food from? Um, how are we going to keep warm and clothes and all that kind of stuff? It, it, it's just a weird one. So, yeah, it's great that there's something coming along that can save people's lives. But I think we've got to look at the bigger term, that if this is going to be a reality, we need to be able to look at, uh, better ways of supporting the population that it's just going to increase in size and get older as well because the people are living longer um, it's controversial I know it's light-hearted this kind of thing but it's a weird one um, I, yeah it's 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 a tricky one but we, we need to be able to if we can start if we can start you know realistically we can start saving people's lives on a massive scale all over the world we need to be able to support these people uh, for continued treatment, because I imagine they would need treatment over and over again. But also for, um, like I say, for the food, um, water, housing, all that kind of stuff. Oh, it's yeah, it's a it's a tricky one. It's a double-edged sword. Um, and like I say, if, you know, if I got cancer, or someone I knew got cancer, I'd want them to be cured. But then you look at the bigger picture. And it's like, mm, I don't know. It's a tricky one. It's a tricky one. Anyway. Um, oh, this is a light one. Uh, an office uh, worker is accused of urinating in a woman's water bottle and then giving her an STD from it. Uh, and it was a medical office as well. He was arrested after allegedly urinating in a water bottle belonging to a co-worker who later contracted an STD. Uh, 11 other victims have come forward and are being tested for STDs according to the court documents. I mean, pfft, you gotta go, you gotta go, but you don't go in someone's water bottle. Now, if you're like me, um, a big fan of the old school Top Gear uh, and all the trips they went on, and when they painted slogans on the cars and then, uh, or the vans or whatever, but then when they opened the doors, um, it ended up saying something completely different. It was like an innocent thing they had on the side of the car and then they'd open the door and it'd be a rude word or whatever and it was hilarious and all that kind of stuff. Well, it happens in real life as well, apparently. Look at this. Uh, a South Brooklyn neighbourhood mural as awkward letter placing. Uh, a mural plastered on the side of a building has uh, attempted to celebrate the South Brooklyn neighbourhood, but opening the garage doors reveals an unfortunate mistake. The name Gowandus stretches in huge white letters across the music studio uh, with the W placed almost entirely on a garage door, which when the garage door is open, uh, it actually reads Go Anus. Uh, <laughs> so it's Gowanus, uh, but the W is painted on the garage door. When the garage door is open, it says Go Anus, which is exactly what they do on Top Gear. And I imagine... Um, uh, oh, what's it called? Uh, Grand Tour as well. 
Um, but yeah, this is real life in America. Only in America, eh? I reckon it's been done on purpose, to be fair. Um, because, yeah, it's very, very funny. <laughs> um, now, there's a G20 meeting coming up soon, which is when the top uh, largest economies of the world leaders go meet in a, in a, a big room somewhere. Um, now, apparently, Vladimir Putin is going. He may not go, but apparently he's going. And Biden said he wants to meet Vladimir Putin, uh, try and sort out the mess going on in Ukraine. But the White House are saying that they don't want them to meet at the G20. Um, and be fair, I think in a meeting between them two, I don't want to be the most dangerous. Biden saying something wrong, or just Putin just being there. Um, former Italian MP, uh, PM, sorry, uh, Berlusconi, uh, is heard gushing about exchanging gifts of booze and sweet notes with his pal, Vladimir Putin. A uh, former Italian president uh, was caught on audio bragging that he reconnected with Vladimir Putin and had recently exchanged boozy gifts and sweet letters with the Kremlin warmonger. Um, I've got back in touch uh, a bit with Putin quite a lot in the sense that for my birthday he sent me 20 bottles of vodka and a very sweet letter. <laughs> yeah, choose your friends wisely, but I mean, let's be honest. Uh, Berescoli is not exactly the most uh, trustworthy, honest person ever in the on the planet, so maybe they are made for each other. A Russian cosmonaut ran over a colleague after returning from space. Um, he ran into difficulty on Earth when he drove over a colleague on a dark road outside Moscow less than three weeks after returning from his latest orbiting mission. Um, the He didn't see the employee um, who was crossing the road in the dark uh, and it was said uh, that the uh, he provided first aid assistance, and the guy ended up in hospital and all that. But um, see, when you're on, you know, when you're in space, you don't have headlamps or anything like that. But when you're on Earth and you're on a dark street, you have these things called headlamps, and you switch them on. Now, if it was driving an Audi or a BMW, then obviously it wouldn't be doing, but because uh, they don't bother with such things, do they? But uh, yeah, I think it probably would have saved his uh, colleague some serious injury. The US military is rated as weak uh, and may not be able to win uh, one war as tension grows with China and Russia. Uh, the US military may not be able to win one war, let alone two, as the Pentagon struggles to keep its forces equipped against uh, potential threats from China and Russia. Uh, so basically, a bit like other armies around the world, they've been uh, underfunded for a considerable length of time, troop numbers have gone down, Training standards have gone down, and the army is not what it was. Now, I remember the Gulf War, the first Gulf War, where I think it's pretty safe to say that the uh, the Americans uh, killed more, if not nearly more, uh, British troops with friendly fire than uh, the enemy did that we were fighting in the first Gulf War. Um, and if they got worse than that, then really we don't want to be friends with them. You really don't. <laughs> a Texas couple insist their ghost is haunted. No, their house is haunted, sorry. By ghosts. But not just any ghosts. These ghosts are sexual ghosts. It's Casper the Horny Ghost. A Texas couple claim the house is haunted by erotic ghosts who like to talk dirty. Sexual, Linda Hill told officials. 
uh, there is no other way to put it, she said. Uh, and her husband started renting out their property in Denton Street in Gainesville several years ago. Initially, had a hard time believing rumours that it was haunted. Um, this is until one of the ghosts made a move on her. Uh, she was taking a shower at the time. <laughs> well, <laughs> well, you know, kinky ghosts, eh? Uh, talking of uh, the departed, uh, coffins holding the remains of, uh, well, people, uh, are left dangling after a Naples cemetery collapsed. At least two dozen coffins holding human remains were left dangling in the air after four cemetery, a four-story cemetery building collapsed in Naples. Um, basically, in a lot of countries, they don't bury people, they put them in tombs, and then they set the tombs on top of each other. Um, I have no idea why, um, but one of these, for some reason, has collapsed, a bit like a block of flats from the 1960s, uh, and these coffins have been left hanging uh, with the remains of the people obviously still inside them. Thankfully, the coffins all remain closed, um, and hopefully they'll be able to uh, rebury or retomb uh, the people affected. But yeah, can you imagine going for a walk around the cemetery and seeing that? That'd be horrendous. One year of California wildfires negated 18 years of emission reductions. What have I been saying? What have I been saying? Every time there's a massive fire somewhere, they are pumping billions and billions and billions of tons of carbon into the atmosphere. And now they've just figured it out, the officials. So the amount of carbon emissions um, uh, that have been eliminated over the past two, dec uh, two decades have been absolutely replaced by the wildfires that have gone on in the meantime. I mean, there's no way of stopping it and all that. But, I mean, surely that was common sense. If I could figure that one out, and I don't have a degree, um, I don't, I've, yeah. Firefighters free a sobbing woman after she got trapped in an electric massage chair. Firefighters in Florida cut open an electronic massage chair last week after a woman's foot got stuck in the machine. It's only a foot. The Naples Fire Rescue Department posted a video on its social media on Friday that shows crews working to rescue the woman as she howls in pain. Firefighters cut the power to the machine and began to take it apart. I mean, how do you get your foot stuck in one of them? I have no idea. Um, I suppose it could have been worse. could have been more than a foot. But anyway, uh, the good news was she got out and everything's okay. Disgraced Prince Andrew, this is according to American News, is a virtual recluse. Just watches TV all day in wake of the Epstein scandal. Uh, disgraced Prince Andrew has nothing better to do than spend his days watching TV um, and taking the dogs for a walk. He's become a virtual recluse. I can't imagine that's much different from what his life was before. Um, it, it it just seems like non-news. And like no one cares what Prince Andrew's up to anyway. Um, a Texas school sends parents DNA kits to ID kids in case of emergency. Texas schools are encouraging parents to submit their kids' DNA and fingerprints um, in case their child goes missing or needs to be identified by law enforcement. What? No. No. 
this is this is this is bonkers. The kids are not the problem. It's the people with the guns who are the problem. So either make sure that people who have guns are capable of having guns without going around on a murderous rampage in schools, or B, make the schools secure so people who are mad enough to go around uh, and have a rampage can't get into the bloody things. We don't want DNA testing of kids so they can, their bodies can be identified after a gunman's gone in there. What is wrong with you people? America, open your fucking eyes, please. I, oh, fuming. Talking of guns, a high schooler was busted with a loaded gun in a backpack in New York City. A teenager was busted on Wednesday when he tried to bring a loaded gun through the security at Bronx High School. The 16-year-old, 16-year-old, was caught with a weapon and uh, marijuana in his backpack uh, when he went through scanning at the John F. Kennedy High School. Now, to be fair, they stopped him, but how can a 16-year-old have a loaded gun in his bag and try and get into a school? Again, America, wake up, please, for the sake of your kids, just wake the f up. Having said that, we need to wake up as well. Uh, America is saying that Boris Johnson is expected to stage a comeback after Liz Truss resigns. Uh, this is American News. Uh, Ex-British Prime Minister Boris Johnson is expected to stage a political comeback and join the contest to replace the resigning uh, Tory Liz Truss. Uh, he's speaking to friends, apparently, about the possibility because he believes he can turn his bruised Conservative Party around in a situation that is a matter of national interest. So, yeah, good luck with that, Boris. Uh, but this time next week, I could be saying, we've got Boris back. Uh, they didn't mention Liz Truss, uh, but only in the fact that they could mention a head of lettuce. This is American, remember. This is American news. A head of lettuce outlasts Liz Trust in viral contest as British PM quits after 44 days. Now, apparently, the Daily Star has had a webcam on a iceberg lettuce, uh, iceberg lettuce, um, saying that the iceberg lettuce would last longer than Liz Truss would. I mean, I did say when she first got in, she wouldn't last six months, and I did say a few weeks ago that she wouldn't last six weeks, and she actually lasted exactly six weeks, pardon me. So, I got that right, and I know lettuce can last quite a long while because my mum gets lettuce and it easily lasts two, three weeks in the in the fridge if it's looked after. So, um, <laughs> in the end, Liz Truss was the, was the one who wilted. The British tabloid, the Daily Star, declared on Thursday that Hedda Lattice had won a cheeky contest to see who or what would last longer, the leafy green or the embattled Prime Minister. The newspaper set up a live YouTube feed last Friday showing the un unrefrigerated iceberg lettuce purchased for 80, uh, 8, 68 cents at Tesco supermarket uh, next to a photo of Trust. So yeah, uh, lettuce lasted longer than Trust. Uh, who knew? Everyone. Hi Reese. hope you're good. Meanwhile, uh, again this is British. Uh, the news anchor, Christian Gurumurthy, uh, Gurumurthy, was caught on a live stream calling a lawmaker a rude word that begins with C and ends in unt. Uh, a bit like um, uh, Jeremy Hunt. Very similar. Uh, one of the UK's most respected news anchors, 
still think Christian Gurumurthy is one of the most respected uh, news anchors. Uh, he's on Channel 4 for a start. I mean, it's not exactly the most watched news. Uh, I had no idea he was still on live stream outside 10 Downing Street on Wednesday when he had a crude exchange with a Member of Parliament. Um, and <laughs> he basically said, uh, asked a question and um, got a, a gruff answer that that was a stupid question. And he said, um, Christian said, that wasn't a stupid question. What a, a C word. Uh, meanwhile, Kevin Spacey was cleared by jury in civil sex abuse case. A Manor and Federal Court jury decided with actor, sided with actor Kevin Spacey in a civil trial brought by accuser who claimed the Hollywood star tried to seduce him as a 14-year-old. Uh, the jury determined uh, Rapp had failed to prove Spacey inappropriately touched him after a party in his Manhattan apartment in 1986. Um, now, many issues with this. Um, how can you, he said, he said in this case, but he said, she said, from getting on for 40 years ago, um, I'm not saying that if it happens, it should get away with it, scot free, but surely there's people being abused now that we should be concentrating on and wiping out completely. Um, and if there's solid evidence, then you can prosecute people from the past, but we need to stop what's going on now more than what we need to do looking back 30, 40, 50 years, because you can't, it's one word against another, and it's that long ago, you can't prove anything. I'm not defending Kevin Spacey if he was guilty or not guilty. All I'm saying is there are people who need our help now, people who are children who are killing themselves because of what's happening to them, and no one's doing anything. And we need to concentrate on who we can help immediately um, and, and, and sort things out. Lighthearted, I said, didn't I? Sorry. It's got very deep and dark, this, this broadcast today, and I do apologise. There'll be some good news later. Oh, I've just done that one. <laughs> Is that good? I put it up twice. I'll leave it and see that because it just stayed the same. Um, everything's going okay, Reese. yes? Uh, unless you're on a beach in uh, Florida. A 10-foot long alligator swims ashore. Um, now, <laughs> a 10-foot alligator terrified Florida beachgoers when it emerged from the salty depths and started crawling ashore. Now, do 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 alligators swim in the sea? I'm 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 not overly I'm not I'm not a specialist in alligators. I know there are some saltwater um, reptiles, alligators or crocodiles or whatever, but I've never heard of one actually swimming in the sea before. So I can only assume that there was a either it's escaped from somewhere nearby and ended up in the sea, or there was a river nearby that it's come out of. And finally, uh, from America. Uh, this has been going on for a considerable length of time now, uh, 2019. Um, Harry Dunn, a 19-year-old uh, young man, was killed uh, when his motorbike hit a car head-on. Um, the car was being driven by a US diplomat's wife, um, and she was basically driving on the wrong side of the road, and it was on a blind corner. Uh, Dunn came around the corner, and she was coming the other way and she was on the wrong side of the road because in Britain we drive on the right side. No, we don't. We drive on the left side. Whereas in America you drive on the right side. But she was driving on the uh, the right side uh, as she would do in America. But she was in Britain and she killed poor Harry Dunn. She then fled the country. There's been a lot of stuff going on about it. Um, there was conversations with Trump and various prime ministers that we've had. 
Anyway, finally, she's had a day in court, and um, she's been uh, she's pleaded guilty to careless driving, causing death by careless driving, and she's now been ordered to come over to the United Kingdom uh, to be sentenced. Now, whether she gets a prison sentence or not, uh, I don't know. But either way, hopefully, now she's accepted responsibility because she denied everything and fled the country and claimed diplomatic immunity, even though she wasn't entitled to it. Uh, but she's finally admitted what she did was wrong. It was her fault. And this young man died uh, at her hands. Um, that the family, at least, have, have got some kind of closure on it. <coughs> now, we, the British government um, or the justice system can't make her come over here. And I very much doubt she will come over here. So no doubt she'll be sentenced in her absence, which means if she ever goes to a country where we have an extradition and we find out we've got an extradition and she's in that country, we can then bring her back to the country to serve whatever sentence she's given. But I think this is as good as it's going to get. And let's be honest, for years we never thought anything was going to come of this. So thankfully some justice has been um, brought, um, but it's not going to be full closure unfortunately. Anyway, um, that is it for today, um, but because it's been so dark and, and dreadful and oh, some of the stuff I've had to talk about has been really uncomfortable uh, for you to listen to, for me to say, um, we're going to end on a, on a happy note, and that is a baby bison has been born. It's the first baby bison to be born in the United Kingdom since the 1800s. Um, and it's come over from wherever the bison have come from. Um, I think it's in Kent at the minute, but they didn't realise that one of the bison brought over was pregnant, so it, it's, it wasn't conceived over here, but it's been born here, and it's the first bison ever, and if you get a chance, um, go and Google it and watch the video of it, because it's running around like a sheep. It's brilliant. Um, I do love uh, little animals when they're... Uh, when they're you know, so happy with everything and life and everything, and, and like the mum's just kind of looking at it as if so. Calm down, for God's sake! Uh, like you do when you've got kids yourself or grandkids, in my case now. Um, but yeah, it's a baby bison, and it is—it's so lovely. Um, they've, what they've done is though, they put these bison in a massive cage because they are a danger to humans. But they're not a danger to humans. Humans are dangerous to humans. Um, I think they should be allowed to roam in a much bigger area where people can go. But if you're daft enough to try and get a selfie with a bison, because this is happened in America and people have been warned about it, um, you, you're going to get hurt by a bison, so don't go near the bison. Like, I would not go near a cow in a field. If I'm walking through a field, I would not walk up to a cow and go, you're all right, and pat it on the head and try and have a selfie with it. I wouldn't do that. Uh, in fact, I did a video recently where I was on a hill somewhere. Uh, so recently, it might have been this year, it might have been last year. Um, something hill anyway, Bickerton Hill I think it was. And um, there were cows there, and I, I, I changed the direction I was going on and went a different way around because I didn't want to walk through this herd of cows, mainly because they had massive cough horns. So, yeah, and I don't mean the horns, I mean the horns. Anyway, <laughs> I don't know what's going on. So, yeah, um, that is it. Thank you uh very much like i say it got a bit dark in places i hope i've not offended anyone or upset anyone but what i've said um but it is an opinionated uh broadcast um and 
I've ended it with a pretty picture of a bison, a bit of a bison, so forgive me. Okay, um, so yeah, thank you to Angela O'Kane, um, JT and Rachel, uh, NE, uh, Billy Shears, uh, Gigroy, um, Reese, um, and everyone else. Don't forget to like, share, and uh, subscribe. These are also available in podcast form as well. So if you go onto Spotify, whatever, and type in what a week that was, uh, and then scroll down a bit because they're not at the top, you'll see um, an image and it'll say what a week that was with the date on and everything. Uh, I click on that and you can listen to these. Um, they are a visual thing, but they're also um, an audio thing as well. It's more me talking than anything else. So, yeah, thank you very much for watching. Um, I'm not really awesome at all. I can be really annoying at times. <laughs> so, anyway, you take care. Look after yourselves. Uh, and I will see you all again um, next time. Uh, and, uh, well, I mean, let's be honest. Let's have a quick preview of this week. Where are we going to be this time next week? We're going to have a new Prime Minister. That's definite. Um, who's it going to be? Will it be Boris? Will it be Rishi? Will it be Penny? Will it be Jeremy Hunt? Will it be Donald Trump? Will it be Larry the Cat? Um, <laughs> we don't know. Will it be Mr Blobby, as I put in the paper this week? Um, but yeah, take care, look after yourselves, and we'll see what happens. Uh, so I'll be back again next Friday, 8pm, for another What A Week That Was. And that is going to be exciting. Until then, <laughs> bye. So there you go then. Um, thank you very much for watching, if indeed you still are. Uh, and I will see you, well, I will speak to you all again next time. And uh, don't um, forget as well, uh, if you're the military, I am not a threat to you. Uh, I'm merely just a columnist in a paper who's decided to do stuff online. So it'll be nice to me. So look after yourselves, and I will speak to you all again soon. Until then, goodbye.